In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Welcome to another episode of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Fiore. Along with me, as always, my buddy, my pal, my best friend in the entire world. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Donnelly. Yay! My work wife. Thank you so much. My wife wife. My life wife, Tony. I thought I was your work wife. wife. Yeah, I'm sorry. That voice you might recognize from a prior episode. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. We love her so much. That's Gabby Kaufman, everybody. Yay! Yay. You heard Gabby on the, uh, what episode was it? The, uh, I was... Mm. What'd you do? They kind of go in one ear and Clearly out Clearly it was memorable. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. It was a great episode. Uh, when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. This is Andy Very Hall. recent episode. Uh, yes. Hello, Andrew Fiore. How are you? I'm very well. You are my best friend in the whole wide world, oh, so... I know. Not really, Gabby. Uh, Gabby, you're my best friend in the whole world. <laughs> Tony, Want to get to our Tony other I got a big not show. Not be mentioned in any of these conversations <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's, of course, Tony Deo, our buddy. How's it going? We love Tony. Tony! My neighbor. Yep. Always. So you guys, I, how close do you guys live to each other? We're pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're down on like that weird, like, toward Astoria Park area. I wouldn't call it weird. <laughs> no, it's lovely, but yeah, we're, it's like more the residential. Is that by the ferry or no? I have no Isn't idea. the ferry right near there? Uh, Not really. We're a little north of oh. the ferry. So, uh,. Always, I've never heard anybody say one bad thing about Tony Day. It's always gushing compliments about yeah. Tony. <laughs> Have you heard people say bad things about me? Oh, I all mean, the time? Nightly. Countless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've said half of it. You know what people say? I just go, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, of course not. You're very much the same way, too. Exactly. No, I'm not. I, I know there's people that probably hate my guts. I'm pretty sure. How? Um, Why? I've had all my enemies killed. <laughs> yeah, look at Gabby. Well, you said that with a lot of confidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for doing this. And also, one great thing that Andrew Fiore realized before we got started is that uh, we're all very big Seinfeld fans. This is a big Seinfeld crew right here. Yeah, and we're not doing a Seinfeld episode, but we could easily do we're a Seinfeld really- um, well, you guys know oh, that. You know what? Sorry to interrupt you. That might be a good challenge. Do one episode without one without one Seinfeld reference. I can't go ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> not even on a podcast. Just in life, walking on the street. We left the office. I went. I did. I, it, you it, did. The, it's my stream of consciousness. It's my automatic. Yeah. I, I when I saw Gabby when I was walking here. We were talking about somebody being like, oh, 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 our friend went to the went to Rome and saw the Pope, and then she was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, it's like Elaine watching the tires. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gabby it's, did put it well on the podcast uh, w- that she was on. Tony, she goes, yeah, you and Sean just have this telepathic, <laughs> like one of you will make a sound and the other one's like, Jack, yeah, got it. Yeah, reference. Just Tony, sound. you know, I was hanging out with a friend, Matt Wayne, last night. Very funny comedian. Love Gabby, you don't know Matt. Great guy. Great anyway, guy. he, I brought up to him, we were all hanging out, and I, I did a movie, like half a movie quote to him, and he knew exactly what it was. Maybe you guys will get it. I go, hey, we got all sorts of beer. Do you guys know what that's from? He knew immediately. He did the hand motion the guy does in the scene. Wow. The real the real quote is, "Hey, we're partying in here. We all we got we got all kinds of beer." And I'll tell you who it is, to make it even easier. It's Steve Buscemi who says the line. Do you know what it's from? Uh, and it's killing me that I don't know it. Airheads. It's from Airheads. Oh, and me. Matt knew it just from me saying, "Hey, we have all sorts of beer." Wow. I'm so mad I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm enraged I didn't know that. That ruined my day. We gotta have Matt back on the show because he's like the quote. He would he knows Seinfeld as well. He would be killer for Seinfeld. He doesn't know better than us. Uh, He's he's up there, dude. He's up there, dude. Maybe we that one too. I used to when I was a young comic on the road all the time. I would 
watch Seinfeld. I would fall asleep to Seinfeld in my hotel room. Yeah. And I got to the point where I needed Seinfeld to be up to go to sleep. I was like that I was with like, The Simpsons. I got I to gotta break this because I'm going to ruin my entire life. Absolutely. Because, yeah, when so I was I just, in high school, I used to videotape The Simpsons reruns because they were on all the time. And it was the great era of Simpsons, yeah. seasons three through nine. And I would sit there in my parents' house and I would have the remote control of the VCR, I'd stop during the commercials and I'd have to sit there and time it and i just got a feel for it. Yeah. Uh. So I had like nine VHS tapes of all edited, for the most part, Simpsons episodes. They became like legendary because my friends would be like, yo, let me get a tape. I want to just want to watch it, you know, like yeah. hours of Simpsons. Oh, that's funny. And when I went to college, I, my mom bought me a TV VCR combo for my dorm room. Yeah. And I brought my Simpsons tapes with me and I would fall asleep to those yeah. and I would set the sleep timer it became a th- I it's can't, a teddy bear. I couldn't fall asleep without him. It's right? a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. It's a blankie. Yep. But it's literally a TV blankie. That's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still that way. Did day. I ever mention this in the podcast? It's funny how, like, if you watch so much TV, you get good at stuff. Because when I was a kid, me and my sisters would watch <laughs> sitcoms. And do you remember this? At the end of the sitcoms, they would have stills from what you just saw in the stick yep. sitcom. Remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. But sometimes, the thing, the still, one of the stills was not in the episode. It was something they must have cut. Yep. So me yes. and my sisters, when we realized that, we used to watch the sitcoms. Oh my and then God. At the cre- when the credits were rolling and the stills were going one by one, we would go, saw it, saw it, didn't see it. So wow. <laughs> we just rattle off if the scene was in the show. That's how psychotic we were about TV because we knew every episode of every Growing Pains and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I love well, Growing Pains. Ah, oh, it was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Uh, the Seavers. That was in Massapequa in Long Island. Was it really? Yeah. So this is part two of our New York City rundown list. We did fifty through twenty six last week, and I don't know how I felt about a lot of those. Some of them I think were misplaced. We're going by the complex.com list. Yes. So it's not our list. So don't go crazy sending yeah. emails and phone calls. This is just us reviewing somebody else's list. We're going to do 25 uh, all the way down to number one. The uh, best movies made in New York City, about New York City, something to do with New York City. Yes. The top 50 according to complex, which is a cool, it's a, it used to be a cool mag, now it's a cool site, bro. And I wanted to, <laughs> did we talk about this last week when the Irishman, I know Gabby hasn't seen it yet, but. Can I do a complex reference right here? Sure. Yeah. That goes along with Seinfeld? Sure. Like a hard reference? Uh, a have you cut? ever seen uh, that sketch that Seinfeld did with Wale when he didn't get named oh. to the complex? Uh, no. Like list of the, I know about the Wale amazing. does a Seinfeld like album. Yeah. He has he, a whole he's album. a huge Seinfeld fan. Oh, I didn't know that. And then, uh, yeah, they no. did a sketch together because Complex didn't put him on the list of best albums of the year or whatever. And he calls <laughs> up Complex and leaves this crazy voicemail message about, I'm going to come down Look there. Get or back to Gabby's phone. And Seinfeld's sitting there? And, yeah, so Look they, to the cookie. They, uh, they set it up as if Seinfeld was the one that gave him the idea. They're sitting there. It's <laughs> like, I didn't get named to this list. And he's like, yeah, it's no big deal. And Jerry's like, no, man, this is a big deal. You can call them up and tell them you're coming down there. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. I actually forgot to do a, uh, you, Matt Wayne reminded me, uh, you know Wayne's favorite Seinfeld sentence of all time? What is it? May I have one of those pretzels, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> That might that's up there for me it's too. Up there, it's up there. It's one of those. They're ladies' glasses. This Corey Vanderbilt collection right on the side. Because <laughs> of Mr. Weatherby at one point. So to a different episode to make one more Seinfeld connection. Oh last God. week we talked about we did our review of The Irishman, and did I tell you? I go. Did you see the Seinfeld reference in there? It's not a direct reference, I don't think. But did you pick up on it? He says, "Oh, Robert De Niro says yada yada yada." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You had me for one millisecond. I was like, no. Did he? He could hey, sell goes, that. I, I feel like he could sell that. Like, yeah. I, I killed Jimmy Hoffa, yada, yada, yada. You think you're right? He goes, I want a contest. <laughs> they, uh, De Niro comes out when he, uh, the guy who hired him to do like a separate job because he didn't want... Yeah, the guy that... Did they- you notice the social club that they came out of? Friars Club? The Andrea Doria Social Club. Get out oh. of here. Yes. No way. I swear to God, I almost took a screen grab as I go, I got it. Yeah, that stuff. wasn't on purpose. No, it's not on purpose, but I just go, oh, that's- hi there, Mr. Eldridge. <laughs> <laughs> The, br- the brilliant writing of Ahoy There. Yeah. That's genius level shit. Ahoy yeah. There. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ahoy there is the best thing in the world. <laughs> the guy drowned on a ship. And George Costanza goes, Ahoy, Ahoy there. <laughs> Oh my god. God, this show is it's so good. It's I mean that's brilliant. That monologue he gives about how bad his life is. Oh, it's fantastic. When I got out of the pool there was significant (laughs) And the like the PS the aside at the end. Oh by the way, my uh, fiance died from licking poisoned envelopes. Ahoy and they're there. all just shaking yeah. their heads. Yeah, they're all crying. Clarence you know. Eldridge. When, when he sees the guy and he goes, Ahoy there is one of the best things. <laughs> the it's Andrea the Doria. Thing. The best one, it's whenever you have George punching down, it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> with the guy, with the, when he has the old lady scooter when they think he's yeah. handicapped. Yeah. And then he goes, the guy, the old guy, he goes, what do you got there, the nine volt? <laughs> and he goes, it's a cat pistol. What do you know? makes sense? Get the bikes. <laughs> I could literally do this all day. Oh I, dude, I, was okay. Norman, I was with fucking Norman the other day. It's all we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I the best. To, it's one of my best friends. I talked to Mark Norman. We only speak in Seinfeld. <laughs> like, there'll be a, a lull in the conversation, and then I'll lean over and go, So, uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's Seinfeld. all we talk. And now he's it's, personal no, I don't friends. know anything about him. Now he's personal now he's friends, friends with, with Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That rat bastard. Anyway, all right. Let's get into our uh, our uh, situational factor here. I I really didn't watch anything this week just because it's been running around the holiday season. It's been crazy, and I knew we were doing this list, but I did start watching the Marriage Story, which all the Golden Globes nominees came out, which is usually a good sign. I heard it's really heavy, huh? The best supporting actor nominations. It's five of the greatest actors of all time. Who is it? It's Pesci, De Niro, uh, some other. Oh God! Queers. I don't know. That's that's, that's a yeah. That's a that's a precursor to the Oscars. Then yeah, yeah. But so go check those out. But I was looking at the. And I feel like De Niro didn't didn't deserve to get nominated for that movie. I don't, I don't actually. It might not be. It was Pacino and Pesci maybe to support. And even Pacino didn't. Pacino Pesci for once great. upon a time in Hollywood. He could. Oh yeah, been yeah. For that. Brad Pitt was in there. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. He's great in Once Upon a Time. That was such a fun. We laughed at that. Did you see Once Upon a Time? Not yet. It. We oh, laughed good. at that's very good. It's the best fucking note I've ever gotten. Oh, we let me so and Shawnee laughed at that. I mean, yes. for no, hours. No, he goes, it's a great fucking note. She, the said. little girl comes up and she goes, that was the best acting I've ever seen. He goes, it's a great fucking note. <laughs> They're really great together. They're great. Uh, he goes, yeah, yeah. She goes, that was the best acting I've ever seen in my life. She's like 10 years old. Yeah. yeah. He goes, it's a great fucking note. <laughs> he like chokes right. up. He does the choke up. That's in the trailer. That's the end of the trailer. It, 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 I like it a lot. When I first saw it, I'm realizing this. I'm. I don't know if I talked about this on the show. Really quick. I think I'm getting too curmudgeonly to go to Get the it. movie theaters anymore. Get it. Really? What? Get it. Get it. <laughs> I really. I can't. Okay. You called me out when we were at the movies. What, for talking? No, not talking. You go, you are, you fucking shift. You do, you fidget and you shift and you check your phone. <laughs> and the light of the phone, oh, you can't yeah, do that in the movie theater. On. I was. You checked your phone. Oh, Don't I get mad at me. Phone. You know Sorry, you did. I checked yeah. my phone. Yeah. So I'm not, the, I'm not the fucking world. at fault here. Okay. But you can see, you can feel, like we we had the buffer. Of course. You can, yeah, I can feel Sean go. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel his annoyance. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We had a nice day. It was a lovely day. We went for a walk. I after. didn't say it wasn't. I just said you need to d- correct your movie theater editing. You gotta turn your phone off. You have to turn your phone off. They even have the little like anthropomorphic. I'll airplane. Oh, I can, I can give you <laughs> telling you don't yeah. ruin the movie. I'll give you yeah. airplane mode. That's the best thing. But don't you like? Don't you enjoy going in there and getting to turn off the world right. for an hour and a half? Yes. Right? God, I will know what happened to me because I used to be like that and I yeah. got suckered in. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting on a young lady. <laughs> now I'm going to be upset when you don't, don't have to worry about that anymore. Text me back immediately after. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I owe you, you a text too, Tony. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jumping okay, in at number 25, one of my favorite movies. Uh, speaking of, is it really? Uh, I didn't know character. that. It's a dark movie. It's super dark. I've um, only seen it once because I can't handle it. Gabby, 1992's Bad Lieutenant. Have you ever seen it? A Harvey Keitel vehicle. I was born two years later. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't born in 1967, but I still saw Cool Hand Luke. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I think I'm, I think I'm going to be saying I haven't seen it for. A few it's years. a. Are you familiar with it, Tony? I'm not. It's a crazy story. Harvey Keitel plays a very 
bad detective. He's a bad he's super guy. Crooked, yeah. Drinks and does. Would you say he's a bad lieutenant? That's <laughs> <laughs> gracious, Heloise. <laughs> he uh, is. A, he does drugs. He drinks. He fucking fornicates and fornicates. It's all around. <laughs> Forning. Well, I, there's this? that very famous scene he where lays he lays with women. <laughs> <laughs> In the he beastly way. He knows the women biblically. He the beasts has carnal knowledge of these ladies. Well, no, there's a very famous scene where he pulls over these two young girls from New Jersey, and he makes her not go down on him, but he makes her, like, uh, mime it, I yeah. guess, and he jerks off in front of it. It's like, it's, it's a super dark, heavy it's movie. It's a fucked up movie. And it's, it's, the all mo- about- it's the darkest movie Abel Ferreira has done. <laughs> it really is, because he did, like, a couple other ones. Like, uh, yeah, like... He as far as Abel's films go, Abel, I'm Uncle Abel. Yeah, that sentence makes me think I probably shouldn't be sitting in on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm not able. I'm not an expert. I just know you that he did. Seem to be an expert on this. There's a movie. What he's famous for besides this? That's way not, not as dark as this. Right. And I it's can't also, think of it right now. It's so. centered around like the case he's trying to solve is the rape of a nun with like the crucifixion. Wow. It's a super that dark. Movie. Yeah, it's heavy duty. But very much '90s New York City. Like yeah. he smokes crack. These. Gambles an insane amount of money on the Mets. Oh, King of New York. That's Abel Ferrara. Oh, yeah, King of New York. King of New York is Abel Ferrara. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was thinking of. So that's number 25. If you enjoy that kind of... It ends on a great Penn Station shot, too. Oh, nice. And it's just a... It's a fun... What I love about like Seinfeld and stuff like that is I love going back and looking... Law and Order, especially, is I like looking at New York City... Where they are and trying yeah. to figure out. I go, I know where that is. Yeah. yeah. I was watching Law and Order one time. I was living on 12th Street in the East Village and I was seeing them run and I'm like, where the fuck do I know that from? And it was my street. <laughs> I was like, that's my street. And you were in the room? Yeah, I was in the room. <laughs> but do you notice they always give them fake addresses? They always give. Yeah, it'll be like 2004. Oh, right. it'll yeah, like, it's like 900 East 12th Street. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That's yeah. in the East River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they probably do it so people don't show up. Right. It's like right. a fake number thing. Yeah. But they always do it. The, fa- the best thing ever is Law and Order SVU. They have Hudson University as the fake yeah. college uh, in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, US, they've had so many rapes at Hudson University. Oh, my God. And I'm so many murders <laughs> that they did a, a marathon on USA called the Don't Go to Hudson University. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's Got funny. into Hudson early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my safety school, Hudson. Uh, what's the next one? This Moving one on. I don't know. This one I don't know it either. So we can just kind of gloss over. It. It's uh, Walt Wit Stillman. Wit wink. Wit no. Wit Stillman. Number yeah. twenty four on the list. Metropolitan from nineteen ninety. Tony. I'm still out on this. <laughs> All right. well, and we know Gabby wasn't born from four years later, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another. <laughs> the next another one. I don't know. Cassavetes. Ca- I, I know Cassavetes. I know John that Cassavetes, but I don't but know I also, Shadows from 1959. Gabby. John, the one I know about John Cassavetes, he was like the original like indie filmmaker. Yeah, like, I think so. He was like the, the gritty, yeah. uh, um, you know. The famous one I can't think of right now. Black and White starred a young Jeff Bridges. Come on, yeah. John Cassavetti. Uh, eight and a half? No, 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 no. no. That's Fellini. Black and white. It's uh, not Last Picture Show. Last Picture Show. Last Picture yeah. Show. Oh, I got Black and White. That movie. Yeah. Is it Black? It that's Tatum yeah. O'Neill, right? Tatum no, O'Neil. no, it's, no, it's Jeff Bridges. Sib- Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like Cassavetti's is like the American Fellini. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Well, defend Am your I position wrong? then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a position. I don't understand that sentence. It's just a very artistic yeah, guy. It's, it's, it's very arty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 22, Ugh. Tiny Furniture at 2010. I, oh, I God. Do. I have Dunham. seen this movie. Ugh, and what, what's it about? Nothing. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I watched well, it like when I'm she was Andy. getting all the hype about when Girls was about to premiere, HBO was showing it. I go, I'll tune it in. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's about her. Like, she has, like, her actual friends and parents. And I think it might have, I don't know if it was, like, a student film, but it was very early film. Right. Oh, oh. So it was kind of, like, amateurish Lena right. Dunham stuff. yes. Now, Lena Dunham. But that's what got her the deal to make girls. Yeah, there was so much hype about it. There's you a new, yeah. Unbelievable. I remember hearing about it. I just never saw it. There's a new season of Girls coming out. No. no. Really? Yeah. No. Women? <laughs> It ended. No, I, may, unless I saw an old commercial. We're getting more <laughs> ass-eating scenes. I'm in. I, are you sure? <laughs> yes. Remember when that fucking dude was going to town on Allison Williams? 
What? That was like a very famous <laughs> okay. shot. Oh, what yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. program is this? Not family well, friendly. Well, Andy goes week. right for it. Any ass situations? any situations? Lena Dunham, is she kind of like... She, well, she was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was. She played one. And yep. she's, you know, yeah. that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Too, right? And yeah. I, I, like, I happen to like her, but I... You're watching it, and then you just go, oh, it's Lena Dunham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why it's not that great. Okay, Tiny Furniture, forget that. Why is that considered a great New York movie? I exactly. don't know. It's in a, the so, Naked City. I don't know it at all. I don't know this at all. This is 1948. That's probably why. That's the year my dad was born. Uh, Jules Dessin, uh NYC Neighborhoods, Upper West Side, Dumbo. Yeah, the Naked City, Long I have Island no City. interest. What? Long Island City. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like they film a lot there. 1948. 1948. Factories and broken dreams and broken hearts on that. <laughs> and Long Island City. 1948. Cigarettes, broken dreams, and broken hearts. Uh, now, the next one. Come on. This no. has to be one of your favorite movies. It is. Oh. Yeah. You want to introduce movie. it? Uh, yes, it's Midnight Cowboy with wow, John wow, Voight. Wow. <laughs> and here you go. They, they just write no, themselves, no, don't they? No, no, don't. You can't say we it. We can't get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Drive it around. <laughs> it used to belong to John Voight, <laughs> the actor. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing yourself to Joe Buck? <laughs> He goes, hey, what is he? he goes, that might be Charlton Heston's skateboard. You're not getting John Voight's car with gummy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cowboy. <laughs> and goes, Sometimes I smell Jerry with a G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of the best things ever. Barber Mandrell's skateboard. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. Ratso Rizzo. Joe Buck. Oh. A classic New York City movie. Male prostitution. It's got it all. Gabby. I love it. I love the the like Park Avenue woman that's his first yep. customer client. Um, what do you call a John? A re, uh, what do you call a, a reverse John? A, oh, you uh, know when a hooker has her client, he's a John, right? A, a Betty. Susan? I don't know. A, a Betty. I, I don't even know. We come up with. I, I don't think it's a name. I think it's a a, a trick. Tri- yeah. It's no. A, no. It's a treat. Because it happens it doesn't happen so rarely. It happens so rarely. It's not rare. It's way rarer than. I, yeah, I feel like there's not. Yeah. A it's more escort for that, based. I, and uh, isn't I think largely male prostitutes. It's it's in the gayer format, right? <laughs> Because doesn't he, yeah, he goes toward God. that too? Yeah, I think so. I'll be canceled any second. It's now, like so. it's, it's like no. I think you're right. Though. I think it's and also it's based off porno too. Because I think like guys getting into porno, you do gay porno before you do straight porno. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know Very where this went. Episode, Tony. I I'm sorry. That. Tony's I'm sorry. a family you man. You are a family Sean. man. I'm sorry. I love. I love that movie. I now, love um, I'm Walking Here. Oh, yeah. So Improvised line. Improvised you know line. I'll I'll tell this much. That's really? going to be my fun oh, It sorry. probably should have been lower on the list, to be honest. I, it's at 20, right? I, it should have been. I can't believe this next one is so high. Well, it's very New York, though, dude. The That's whole thing's not New York. New York. Oh, you mean so high on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it should, or I guess lower it should be. Yeah, like lower, it. yeah. The next movie is... Oh, my goodness gracious. Halloween is 1984. Here we go. Reitman classic Ghostbusters. There we go. I, we get a call. This is like right at prime Sean's growing up time. Same yeah. I was six I was years five. old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six years old. The Slimer scene. It, I remember when you were a kid. Because we're all around the same age, except for, uh, for Gabby. Uh... The Slimer, I remember the scenes in Ghostbusters being scared. As a, like yes, it was scary. Yes, I do yes. remember that. Yeah. 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 And it was like. The ghosts, it, there's a little bit of a scary element in the beginning the when there's like scenes. ghosts. Right. When, and I was at the age, I'm like, I believe in ghosts. Yeah. It scared me. In the library, that ghost is super scary. Super scary. But I was also at an age where I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure and yeah, I got yeah, scared yeah. of Large Marge's face opening up. <laughs> Good morning. I'm here. <laughs> I was um, just trying to figure because they're making a, a like a yeah. sequel. That's what I was going to ask Shawnee about. Yep. Did you watch the trailer for? It's yes. called uh, Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah, I can't wait. I, it looks good. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's like Stranger Things with Ghostbusters. And here's the yep. thing: it's um, what's Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman. Jason it's Reitman back yep. in the family. He directed it. I don't yep. think it's going to be the garbage female reboot or whatever Whoa! you want to call it. It has nothing to do with the females. It was just a bad movie. Well, you said garbage female. Because you know what I'm talking about. Next to each other. Next to each other, you said. It was not. That should have been in the canon. You're supposed to put a semicolon in there. You didn't just say garbage reboot. You said garbage female reboot. Implying if it was a garbage... 
<laughs> but here's the thing uh, they apparently somebody brought this up to me the other day when we were talking about it they, this new that didn't exist in that in the canon of exactly. the new one they literally say this doesn't happen to the 30 <laughs> oh, like no. nothing it was ghost bad. related I watched it on a flight it was bad was yeah. it really bad? bad. Yeah, it's I didn't not see funny. it. It's just not good, and I like all the people in it too. Like I like the cast. It yeah. bombed really bad in the movie theaters. It did really bad. It was Paul Feig too, who I generally like. Yeah. He's great. You know? Yeah, he's like a, a, a media mogul. Paul Feig. He does a lot ton of stuff. Yeah, can I just does, say Paul Feig does weird jobs because he directs movies like this, and then he was like the sidekick on uh, when the Joel McHale show was going on, like. He just yeah, was a guy in the audience the, yeah, that would like, like do stuff. He was a big part of uh, Freaks and Geeks, and he was yeah. in the Apatow mm-hmm. camp. And The Office, yeah. too. Um, really? Can I just say what? Yeah, I think is... he directed and he wrote, produced and wrote oh. part of it. Yeah. God, this isn't going to help my case here today. Yeah. Jesus, what are you going to tell us about your... Uh, I can't name names, what, what but my you, best friend... Tell us about your my, MAGA hat you bought yesterday? <laughs> yeah. My best Try friends and take from, yourself out of this hole. Hey, he's a good man. Good good businessman. Dude, I was on stage with Omaha Funny Bone. Yeah. I said, like, something about Trump, and literally, that's where the quote comes from. The guy in the front goes, He's a good man. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking hick. You fucking rube. So, what were you going to say? I want you to dig yourself a deeper hole. My best friend, one of my best friends from college, uh, dated a girl living in New York City, and uh, they were together for a while, and she ballooned up pretty good. In the in the relationship, you're not helping yourself. I said that, <laughs> and uh, you could say she gained weight. She got I heavy mean, set. Come well, on. I mean, I'm using hyperbole come for on. humor. <laughs> she blew up pretty good. Yeah. He looked right pretty at Tony good. when he said it. She blew up pretty good, buddy. She got heavy right quick. <laughs> what are you, a fucking cowboy? She was bigger than the ox at my backyard. I mean, it was such a stark contrast to the beautiful, like, thin young woman. Oh, she Jesus had. Christ, Andy. <laughs> I, can you cancel a podcast? I'm wondering if that can happen to I'm us. I'm talking jelly rolls and my friend. Oh, my God. What is, is he, are we at a frat I'm party right now? i a picture. It's theater of the mind. Yeah. My friend called her Slimer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was the funniest nickname I've ever heard in my life. Because it was so accurate. <laughs> See that was that. That's you. You totally redeemed yourself. That's pretty funny. It was so. Funny. I feel bad for her, but that's pretty funny. And I don't think my. Fr- we never told. It was like. You don't tell the friend. No. No. But like we still refer to her. We're like yeah. no, no. He got out of it. Like she ended up really. She was. She was a fuck up. Like the way their relationship ended. It was St. Patrick's Day. I was living in my apartment East 12th Street. I get a call from Pat. Fuck. <laughs> we'll just edit it. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. There go. And he goes, uh, "Oh my god!" He goes, "Hey man, can I crash on your couch?" And I go, uh, "Yeah, yeah. Why? What's this?" He goes, "Fucking so and so came home, leaning on the door buzzer at three a.m. She's so drunk she can't find her keys. I finally get up to uh, let her in. She's standing there with a six pack and a guy. No, no yeah. way. That's a crazy story. Yeah. He goes, "I need to stay with you." I go, "Yeah." And we're all like, "Thank God so that happened." Was so Thank drunk. God that happened because he's married to the greatest girl ever now, and I, like, okay. it's the happiest ending. So yeah. this girl was so drunk that she went back and butt with a yep. guy and buzzed her boyfriend to let her in. I yep. have to, to say, go- it's a bold move. It's a very no, bold move. <laughs> as is her right as a woman. <laughs> she, was <laughs> on the she was cheating on the guy. That guy that called her Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard to believe. She could- I told you about my. I've said <laughs> the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. And I, it's, I've said it on stage a few times. We had a friend of ours that, and if you live in New York, New Jersey, you'll know what we're, we're talking about. I had a friend of mine growing up through skateboarding. This kid's na- his name was something else. It wasn't this, obviously. He looked like the boar's head symbol from the boar's head <laughs> cold cuts. Perfect. So we uh, called he him. Like a boar. We called him boar's head, like behind his back. <laughs> and then he used to dress like us. So he'd wear like big jeans and skateboarding clothes. And then years later, he'd show up dressed like he was in the Smiths, like very mod, mm-hmm. right? So my friend Stories of boar's called head. him. Started calling him Borisy. <laughs> <laughs> And it's That's one funny. of my favorite things ever that's ever happened. <laughs> and it's not as bad because, you know, we, it was a guy, so who, fuck him. Who cares? That's so funny, Borsi. <laughs> but I feel bad for that girl. All right, let's keep going because we're going to have a two-hour show. Well, we all know my thoughts on the next one. One of my, oh my favorite, God. favorite movies but of all time. I'll tell you this much, but not on this I list. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been list. anywhere. Could have had it anywhere. Tony Deo, your thoughts on 1976. Sidney LeMay, LeMet, classic network. Oh, that's it. number eighteen. And I, I just saw uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, we ta- I, 
I'm so mad I didn't go. It was yeah. really good. I know. But and yeah. what about uh, True to the Movie, or what, what do they do with the... Uh, yeah. Is, it, he, does he, is he playing Howard Beale? Yes. Yeah. Fuck, man. He was He's great. probably great. Yeah. It's cool, too, because they, uh, they set it up so you walked in, and because it's about television or whatever, you can see Cranston in makeup while people are just filing into the theater. Oh, oh, so oh that's cool. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, uh, well, we've talked a lot about it on the yeah, show. we've done network. Have you I, seen Network, Ab- Gabby? I keep calling you Abby. Why do I do that? I I'm, I'm talking too fast. Uh, have you seen Network? No. Uh, it's good. You would you like it. She would like it, right, Andy? I would. Yeah, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It's just how prophetic it is and how it still holds up so great. It's yeah. just phenomenal acting. I mean, the, when William Holden breaks up with Faye Dunaway, it's. It still gives me chills. He just goes, "You're television incarnate." He goes, the, "He calls it." He goes, "You're reduced to the rubble of the common banality." It's like a Patty it's Chayesky. super smart writing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just go. That's fucking genius level shit. Like, Let go, me get my dictionary to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the common rubble of banality. You go, Jesus H. That's yeah. fucking yeah, beautiful. Great. That's great so line. pretty. Yeah. Um, Next one. Oh, it's good. It's good that we're, uh, Andy would love this one. <laughs> Why? You love, the, you love the ass stuff. I love Darren Aronofsky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ass uh, to ass. Gabriella, thing. talk to us about Requiem for a Dream, number 17 on this list, if you can. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it or not for you? <laughs> it's, Haven't seen it. It's a messed up. It's a pretty messed up movie. Very dark movie. Heavy, tough watch. Darren Aronofsky, you know, tough. Black Swan, right. Pie, maybe. If, But, I mean, it's a lot. It's a heroin junkies and what they do yeah. to get the next I think fix. I get the idea that Black Swan actually in all his films is not that heavy compared to most. It's not comparative. Uh, I don't no. think comparative. Black Swan is like it, it. It's I think it's heavy, but not as heavy as as Requiem for, Requiem for a Dream. And the Wrestler is heavy too, but not as heavy as yeah. as this. Or this Mother is the, that movie. Oh, yeah, mother. mother! I didn't even see Mother. Oh. I wouldn't even watch that. Mother's a tough one too. <laughs> mother. Did you anybody else see Mother? Yeah. No. Gabri? I didn't see it. I was too scared, but I read. Yeah, it's a tough one. He makes uh, a dark film. He makes a yeah. dark picture, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, he really does. Oh, uh, we were talking about this last night. Uh, the darkest, But he's not even the darkest ever. I think the darkest ever is Todd Solondz. Todd yeah, Solondz I mean, is like, you watch it, like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, life. happiness is one of the most fucked up. I mean... We were just talking about the happiness. I've seen... Love it. I came. Love happiness. Yeah. But love it, but... Uh, I watched it once in my life because I, I'm like I can't watch that again, but I yeah. loved it. Wow. Yeah, Solons might have Aronofsky beat and two weirdo bake offs. Yeah, he's, <laughs> the, in, the indie depressing, the indie Elliot Smiths. <laughs> this, this guy shows up a lot on this next list. We're back to Lamet. Uh, guy's yeah. a fucking auteur. So number sixteen is Serpico on the list of uh, Complex's top fifty New York movies. Is that, that my favorite New York movie? I don't love Serpico. Like I love Pacino. I don't love Serpico. It's kind of a downer. Yeah, <laughs> it is a downer, and it's also it's very New York because New York cops. So that makes sense. I was going to say about Network before we stopped. Network, it should be on the list of top ten movies, but not of New course. York movies. Well, it is because it, it is. really could be anywhere. Uh, this one is very New York. The good thing about Serpico is that you're getting the last of the real like regular. Pacino. Like you're getting like that's yeah. yeah. starting to switch. Your Pacino as Pacino. You're 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 what like year was he got a little yeah. it's it's seventy three. So I guess it's way before it. I guess Set of a Woman was the the real turnover, I guess. Set of a woman yeah. Is, is yeah, that's when you start to get the caricature y like yeah. Serpico, you're getting actually getting range from Can him. Like, tell you look like Al Pacino. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh but is a good movie, but maybe overhyped, maybe it's overhyped. I think Pacino and Sidney Lumet, when you have yeah, them together, exactly. that, it could be them reading the phone book and people are like, have you seen the phone book? Have you seen it? <laughs> like it just, sometimes it's just the politics of movies and yes, the background Jacob. of movies. Yes, Jacob. Hop on mic. Pot that one up. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> I completely agree. That is a transitional movie. Serpico's great, but I hope you're also getting to another New York classic uh, that oh, he was in, though. Don't you worry about it. It's coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. Don't I you know, worry. I know exactly it's, where it's you're... Also, it's Lamette. Friedkin? Yes. Friedkin. Oh, no. It's free. Is that Friedkin? No. William Friedkin's Exorcist, and we might have... We did it last week. I know Cruising. Huh? Oh, we did it already. We did, we did yeah, Cruising. We did yeah, 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 yeah. Cruising. <laughs> cruising. I thought you were going to say something else, which we will get to, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were trying to say that Cruising could never be made. I think now. I he, think Frank Serpico, the real one, just died. Uh, that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, well, the, I'm, rest in peace, Frank Serpico. So I just want to, the opening of Cruising. 
They give a, a a writing right before the movie starts. We're not trying to defame the gay community in any way. And then That's the a, opening scene is just a bar yeah. <laughs> with the most graphic stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's crazy. Jacob Patat, everybody. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> now, you'd think this guy would come up more on the list, but well, I he think was only one. There's one of them, and if it's not on here, I'll be mad. Okay. Um, it's my favorite one of his movies, and it's my and it's a very New York movie. It's uh, Hannah and Her Sisters, Woody Allen picture. Gabriella, are you familiar? Yes, this one I've seen. Tony, how do you feel about I'm about two for ten that, at this point. This one I saw so long ago, I don't... I've watched this one a lot, actually. I've really? rewatched this movie a bunch for some reason. I love... This is one of my favorite Woody Allen. Maybe my favorite. Hmm. Um, we talked about Annie Hall, obviously, uh, with Gabby. I like Hannah and Her Sisters better. And it is a, it's a great New York movie. Wait, it's a great cast. better than what? I like it better than Annie Hall. Oh, you do? Have oh, you I don't. Have you ever seen Interiors? I don't. No. Talking no. about dark movies, dark Woody Allen movies, it's dark as fuck. It's not a comedy. Like, don't mm. watch it thinking Woody Allen, because it's fucking wow. dark. It's bad, huh? It's good, but you're just like, Jesus H. Um, yeah, I love the cast. I love uh, Woody Allen, Diane Weist. I love... Um, you have... Speaking of William Friedkin, I can make this connection. William Friedkin, Exorcist... What's his name? Sir, Sir Michael Caine? No, the old actor in... Uh, Sir Michael plays, Caine. Uh, <laughs> plays the priest in Exorcist. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah, the yeah. hell am I thinking of? Jacob, what's his name? The priest in uh, Exorcist. He's also in Hand and Her Sisters. Oh, why is this is killing me? Ray Allen? Max von Sydow. There it is. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh Max von Sydow, He was only 44 yeah. when he did Exorcist. Looks 84. Really? Yeah. He's looked 84 since he was like 14. But he has uh, one of my favorite lines when he's uh, dating um, the one of the sisters. He goes, Hannah, he goes, uh, I am not done educating you yet. It's like, <laughs> wow. he like took her on as a project. Wow. Yeah, I, I never got that into it. I like Annie Hall better than that movie. Uh, the next one. You want to go to the next one? Oh, baby. One of our faves. This is a biggie. This is a biggie, and we were talking about this director before. Tony, talk to me about Mean Streets, 1973. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. I'm going to fail you again, man. Really? I haven't seen it. I have not it's seen it. It's on Netflix now. I like it's on Netflix it, now. Yeah. Uh, uh, big, uh, preschool Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called Goodfellas Light. Is this the one, if, uh, this list, because I haven't seen a whole lot of them, is this the one you pick? Go watch it now? Mean Streets? No. To go, really? Oh, go check it out now? Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's not. The only reason you want to go see it is if you're like a really big Scorsese fan and you want to see. It's almost like if you watch if you watch Blood Simple and then you get into Coen Brothers movies and then you go, oh, I see I see yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the beginnings of stuff. This right. That's what this is. Gotcha. But it's not a great movie. The like It's it's kind of student filmish feeling, but it's not. It's just a it's low budget weird. movie. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But you know what? It's why this is, I think should be lower too, is this is a great snapshot of Lower East Side. Yes, yes. New York City wise, it's guys great. like this to this day yes. down in that area. No, you do not. <laughs> Are you, you ever been to Hales? Me and Kim. That's all I hear. I hear these guys, not like mafia guys, but like the characters, the yeah. bar, like the bar flies. Right. And the, oh, sorry. This is Shawnee, you fucking mick. This is kind of one of those movies where it's there's not like a clear like conflict Plot. resolution. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of De Niro's in it. He's like I think he might be like twenty he might probably yeah. twenty nine, but he looks very like twenty one. Wow. It's very young Harvey Keitel. He, he plays just like a rambunctious asshole that's like they're all I, you know what, you want to talk about mafia adjacent, they're all kind of mafia adjacent. They're right. like little guys. like they're like you know, the they're lower, Yeah. Right. And like you can see the guy that Harvey works for is a connected, but he's not but right. It's and uh, Harvey Keitel and it's one of those movies where it, there's little things from it that are fun, like fun. Like there's a fight scene in the pool hall where he calls the guy a mook. So he great. goes, "Mook, what's a mook?" And, he, and then just punches him. And it's, a, it's a, that's fun. But overall, as a movie, New, it on the list, it, it makes meanders. sense. It's Scorsese. It's New York. It's yeah. perfect. But as a movie, check it out just because if you like Scorsese. But like, yeah. you like a big bush because you're gonna get it. In the <laughs> Andrew, he's so gross this episode, right? So crass. Uh, There's a great point. When is your great New York accent? I'm not walking away. (laughs) When you're great New York accent, watch Mean Streets because they rip off the they miff up they rip off these two kids because they try to get fireworks from them. They come down, they go, "Can we buy fireworks?" He goes, "Fireworks? How much money?" He goes, forty dollars. Forty dollars. He goes, "Where are you boys from anyway?" And they go. Riverdale. They just say, say it. Uh, it's the most New York accent I've ever heard in my life. Stay out of Riverdale. Riverdale. All I, right, the I, next I, movie I, I never saw. This high. What? I can't believe this is this high. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Spike Lee. 
I guess that Overrated. the other one. Yeah, uh, uh, he got it's he got game is number thirteen on Complex's I, top fifteen New York movies. I don't know why um, people. I don't love it. It's a fine film, I guess. It's, it didn't even do that well. They basically were just picking movies that were like, hey, it shows New York the the best. Right. This but some get, of them, yeah. I'm starting to take a lot of issues with where we're going because number twelve is 1955's Marty. <laughs> Great, fine, classic. I never yeah. seen it. I only know it from Quiz Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an answer in the game show and Quiz Show. It is funny. Hey, how about Quiz hey, Show as a New York movie? Here? What? I, not Chris? yet. Not yet. I just. I also can't think of Ernest Borgnine not as. Uh, oh, Rizzo, Towering Inferno. Uh, not Rizzo Rizzo. Uh, uh, yeah, Towering Inferno. Yeah. But I can't take him seriously. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah, can't. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never saw Marty, but it won Best Picture. We know that because of Ernest Borgnine John Turturro and Chris Show. What? Is Ernest Borgnine in Airwolf? He was in a helicopter. Yeah, movie. he was in something from the eighties. <laughs> That's not a movie. Was it? Was it a movie at first? I don't think so. Yeah, number eleven. Uh, though. Eleven. It's a. It's a. It's, this is like new New York. This, this is like the beginning of hipsterdom in New York. Oh, very much so. Two thousand five. I actually thought it was older than this. To be honest, I don't know why it's I so high it's, up on the list. I think it's set older. I think it's supposed to. Oh, be. you're right. Maybe. Right. But I thought it even was made before this. I didn't realize this. Uh, it's Noah Baumbach, Squid and the Whale, and those. You want to talk about dark movies? They're just emotionally kind of <sighs> fucked up dark mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, that's the movie he makes. You know. Yeah, yeah. He he. I started watch. I watched this movie because he was a colleague of Wes Anderson and back then Correct. I was obsessed with Wes Anderson. And so here's the thing it. I always kind of held against Noah Baumbach was that whenever he seemed to get involved with the Wes Anderson movies they weren't my favorite Wes Anderson uh, movies. Absolutely. And uh, then you do, there's another theory that the less that Owen Wilson was involved in them yeah. the more fucking cutesy and kind of just like quirky more right. than funny they got. all my favorites Owen Wilson yep. co-written with yeah, Tenenbaum, Rushmore, Bottle Rock, Bottle the trifecta yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. there. Those are Owen Wilson heavy as far as writing and stuff goes, and it's way funnier than any other movie he does. But I'm gonna in, live. In my opinion, what? But I'm gonna live. But I'm gonna live. It's Dad, you, you were ever. never sick. You were never <laughs> sick, but I'm gonna live. How hey, fucking brilliant is that? I know you asshole. <laughs> I've had a tough year, Dad. That movie makes me cry. Oh, that part's really it's sad. A, it's and a great Stiller's movie. great at that. Now, Here here's the next, the next biggie for uh, the baby, the big baby. The big baby, Roman Polanski. He's never done anything wrong. No, I don't <laughs> think so. You might as well just seal your career right here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be just. I'm worried. I, I was going to run for office someday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, John Cassavetti's in it. Yeah, he yeah. Plays, he in. plays the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's the baby. Uh, Mia Farrow. Well, her what, what do we want to say? What movie oh, it is? I'm sorry, Rosemary's <laughs> Baby. I didn't yeah. even mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 1968. It? it is kind of ahead of its time for 68. I think a little bit. It's the first time you see it, you go, yeah, it's kind of pretty scary. I guess you. I thought you loved it. I don't love Rosemary's oh, Baby that why much. Did I, think I love that? Omen. I think you're confusing the child. Really? Yeah, I love Omen. It's all for you, Damien. I don't love Owens. Rosemary's Baby. It's so fucking weird. Like it has a weird finish. They're all just it's yeah, like they're all just Satanists, and it's I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, the best I would say. What, what's the best Polanski movie? Chinatown. Chinatown. It's got to yeah. be Chinatown. Yeah, China, hands down, hands right? Down. Yeah. yeah. It's all I just Chinatown, wanted to say. Jake. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Number nine on uh, Complex's top fifty New York movies. I have a lot of issues. I'm resetting every time we do. Um, Once upon a time in America. I've seen parts of it. I've never seen the whole thing. My 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 idea of this movie is that it's a wannabe Godfather Thank kind you. of situation. That's all we need to say. It's you kind of a, it's a really boring movie, and nobody wants to admit it. It has a killer cast. Yeah, but you go, what, you're ripping blatantly from the Godfather. It's yeah. so hard to ignore that. And then you think about yeah. it, 84, think about that. All right. the Godfathers. Ten years after. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, hey, let's make the Godfather just not as interesting, you know? Right. Sorry, uh, we're cooking now, baby. We're, we're cooking. cooking. We're gas. going through. Did you see that? Did you see Once Upon a Time in America? James Woods in it. It's probably, yeah, the, it's it's probably the classiest thing James Woods has done. But here's the thing I keep forgetting. It's like they're also using this list as like for New York scenes. I think they're kind of going like what yeah. gives it's you It's very the, early yeah. 1900s New York, whatever it is, 1910 New York, whatever it is. Or a big New York. can't uh, believe this is this high either. One of my all-time favorites. This, this should be in the top five. I mean, can we just take a second, Tony, and realize how fucking great of a filmmaker Sidney Lumet is and the run he had yeah. with Serpico, Dog Day, Network. I yeah. mean, this guy makes fucking masterpieces. Yeah, he's a killer. Yeah. Dog Day Afternoon, 1975. Number, Number eight. eight. 1975. Um, what else do you need? It's fucking uh, classic Al Pacino. It's classic John Cazale. Is it his last? It was his last movie before he died or no? 
Or he did something else. No, I think Deer Hunter might have been. I think Deer Hunter was later. Yeah, Deer Hunter was later, I think. Uh, it's an awesome movie. It's suit. Want to talk about New York? It's also yeah. New York. It's New York back in the day, not using the tropey locations because it's done. Where's the bank? It's in, is it yeah, in Queens? Bro- Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's nobody was filming there. You know, crazy weird story. This guy's robbing a bank to pay for like his. Like his gay lovers, his boyfriend's like trans sex change yeah, operation. Such, yeah. but it's like such when a, that was yeah, not very taboo. Literally, people could you know that was not they're very super taboo. It, it, like just to have that as a plot of a of a big movie is insane. Yeah, to yeah. Me. that's why because I I got my friend I'm a good friend. I got my friend a book. That's yeah. why I got him a book <laughs> called The Last Golden Age of Hollywood, which is the, considered the 1970s. They because they did, I read an article once where they said if you ask they asked a lot of directors what was the best era for Hollywood and it's the 70s. It's, clear, it's when mean, independent movies were box office movies. Yeah, that, and all of these are all independent independent movies that weren't independent they were spending the same money as absolutely big budget but it, it the way they come off the feel the directing everything right. is like what independent movies are now excuse me number Gross. seven uh we just talked about it a little bit i mean uh, we talked about it on the podcast we did oh and when gabby was here oh doubling up uh, number seven is annie hall 1977 it's a woody allen movie picture winner as, yes. as well yes uh Andrew, you love this movie. Yeah, I love Annie Hall. Yeah, it's, it's a classic great movie. But you like Hannah or such is better, which I, I didn't do. know. Uh, I, I mean, I love, I'm a Woody Allen fan. It's a great New York one, and also it's it's a certain it kind of sticks to a, a certain neighborhood. Uh, they walk around a lot of New York neighborhoods in it. Uh, it's I mean Tony Roberts alone. You, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a quality, really quality New York movie. Twins match. It's Think not, of the possibilities. You no, know, number fifty on this list was like. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 <laughs> Secret on. of the Ooze and it was no. yeah that's what I'm the, that's last what the, the last movie my father ever went to with me <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I, I was allowed to pick the movies he goes I'm never going to the movies with you again <laughs> he walked out of there so raged and he really Henry. never did he never went back he never <laughs> went to the movies with me again it's, it's been like, alive, right? 30 years yeah 30 years later my <laughs> father's never gone to the movies movie. with your dad never gone you don't gotta let go don't let be the last movie you won't we watch movies at home now but you know you should do you should go and find a theater that's playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and then go to see it. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> no, you can't, but I think it'd be funny. Yeah. You uh, should rent the theater out. Rent the theater out. <laughs> Dad. Play I'm happy. He literally, he, it was very stern. My dad's not even like a stern guy. He just goes, I'm never going to movies with you again. <laughs> and he never did. He's a man Isn't, of conviction. Oh, man. Like, doesn't he just... Uh, as a he dad, up, but in all fairness, I feel bad about this. In all fairness, Tony, he's not a big movie guy. So, he doesn't like, go to the yeah. theater a lot. So we watch, you know, we watch him a lot of movies at home you together. Don't but go to the movie with your kid to see a movie. You go to the movie with your for kid the kid. That was his intention. Yeah. But I think he was like, "You're you should be beyond this. <laughs> you, this was, what are we doing here? I'm sure he had that. You're right. He had that intention, but it was too bad to even go back. Yeah, to yeah, anything it, else. It, it yeah I, if you think of a man who was born in the 20s, yeah, think of what I'm bringing him to. Turtles, uh, f- karate, <laughs> and like pizza. He fought for American I don't freedom. Think, I don't think. It, yeah, <laughs> and you he made fought Nazis, and he goes, "What? Well, I don't." <laughs> you made him three think World War Two. <laughs> He's like, maybe we were wrong. Yeah, maybe yeah, they yeah. had an idea. Yeah. Maybe I, we need I more structure true. in this country. Yeah, there's no secret of the Jews. Did he take his medals <laughs> off the wall? The Jews. Oh. <laughs> Now he's anti-Semitic. Gabby's oh, yeah. a Jewish this descent. Not, been a good not nice. This has not been a good episode you, for Cool Breeze. I'm going to put... <laughs> <laughs> the Breeze is not so cool these days. The Breeze was on the dark web since the last episode. I don't know what's going on. It's been an emotional roller coaster, Gabby will tell you. Uh, here we go. Number six, Andy. What is it called? <laughs> the Sweet Smell of Success. I am not familiar. Uh, it's got... 1957. I know the actors. I never saw it. Sweet Smells. It was a big deal, I guess, in 57. Burt Lancaster and Tony Curtis. Uh, Burt Lancaster, What's I know him because plot? in the eighties, him and Kirk Douglas made a movie called Tough Guys, where they're it's literally like, kind of like real life because they were like they're they're in jail in the movie and they get out and they're like introduced to eighties like the eighties world and they're from like the forties. You ever see Tough Turf? James Spader? No, Great. but let me finish what I was saying. No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but it would kind of be like how I feel Burt Lancaster would feel like just while here on the 80s, not in jail. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. all I had to say. Thanks so much, Andy. Okay. And um, <laughs> I, I don't know that movie. I mean, now we're really cooking now. And the next one, come on, how can this not be? I'm very nervous about what number one's going to be. But yeah, yeah, don't let don't, it be. Uh, for Gabby. Uh, oh, good, the Godfather, yeah. uh, 1972, Best Picture winner, Francis Ford Coppola, made yeah. his career. It's... 
Fantastic. Everything you want from a movie. Yeah, it's one of the more perfect movies there is. I think. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I can't I, believe it's not number one. Uh, yeah, because you got to remember they're going well, a New York City movie. Ah, right. uh, yes, that's why it's not number one. And and they're right, it's not because the thing about it, they're it's, like it's in Long, got, Island. Yeah, Long Island. They're in the city. When they're you have Italy. Godfather Two is more New York than Godfather One. Right. Godfather Two because they have the, all the old Lower East Side stuff and all that. Yeah. But then by Godfather the second part of Godfather Two, they're in Vegas, they're in Cuba, they're whatever you know. Yeah. That uh, being said, though, I love so much of the, the going to the mattresses part. Yeah. And the uh, you know you got the famous. You know, oh Jack Dempsey's uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> you know, you go to spots on the Upper West Side. It's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> also, I think that is Long. I think it's Long Island again. When when Sonny gets killed at the toll booth, I think that's the entrance to like a spoilers beach. Think, if you haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Spoil- <laughs> yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen the Godfather. They massacred my boy. Uh, and uh, when he gets shot up, I yeah, think it's, it's on the way to Jones Beach. Yeah, right? Jones Beach or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and he—that's uh, one of the best. That's a great scene. Yeah, but yeah, it's got uh, a when lot of. He beats the shit out of his brother-in-law. Yeah, I but lo- and on the street Carlo. in front of all the kids. I love, I love it too, that. but if you watch it again, he misses like three yeah, times. Yeah, wow. It's a really bad choreographed fight, but it's so it's still great. Hello, Carlo. <laughs> Hello, Carlo. And then he's just behind him and then pulls him. Oh, it's great. Do you know what that's called? Garot. Right. Very good, Gabby. Garroting. Garroting. Oh, you mean yeah. like a technical term for it? And can I also say? I thought you were going to say it's like the Italian necktie. Or another, like the, great, <laughs> another great yes, shot Garrett. when his foot comes up and breaks the window. When yeah, it's very great. I love that. Oh, also, amazing. We've talked about this many times. Our old home of the podcast. Uh, rest in peace, Showbriz Studios. Yeah, is across right across on is Avenue B, Seven B, the bar, the Horseshoe Bar. Yeah, is. The infamous Michael Corleone says hello, and it still has the very the famous arching doors. It still really? looks it exactly the, the same from the outside. Does it have the phone booth? It probably does. I think it does in the back, but I mean, a bar I've gotten, I mean, I've got shit faced in that bar, <laughs> destroyed at shit faced. And it's so a shout out to Nikki Hudson. Her, she's the owner of the Hudson family. She's there's one of my favorite people. It's still a fun, great New York City bar. And you will go if you're a fan of the movie. You can go and you'll see the doors and be like, "That's the doors." That's cool. You know? Yeah, it was also in. Uh, I just uh, came in to clean up a little. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're not a Godfather fan. It was also in Crocodile Dundee. Yes, <laughs> when he's talking to the prostitutes outside the bar. Colin Quinn vehicle. B. Colin Quinn vehicle. Colin Quinn vehicle. No, that's two. He's in two. I yeah, think. He's in two. Yeah. Was Crocodile Dundee two the second to last movie you took your dad to? Yeah. He was- <laughs> He goes, I'll give you one more chance after this. One more. Do it right, Make a good... (laughs) (laughs) Pick well. Uh, And here we go. Here's a biggie. And this is very... uh, Definitely New York. I think it's... You think this is rightly placed? No. Really? Higher. I agree. Higher. You think higher than this? Yeah. I mean, mean, lower should be closer to the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, we're never going to decide higher or lower. Closer to number one. So, yes, it's 1990s Goodfellas, Scorsese, another appearance. I mean, Scorsese's just a great New York movie maker. Most of it, a lot of his movies take place there. You know, Taxi Driver we talked uh, about. There's a lot of New York. You want to talk about random New York places when when, uh, everything's going to shit and then... Lorraine Bracco is. She goes to see uh, yeah. De Niro, and he's like, "Nah, uh, nah, nah let's go right over there." Oh, I love that. Part. And you're not sure she's going to get murdered. Right. Somebody, uh, my friend Pat Stango, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brought up. I think he brought this up. Goodfellas. They show there's a high up angle of one of the shots when he's trying to get her to go around the corner, and, and she sees those nefarious characters. And there's a high up. Uh, angle where you see the the, the crosswalk. Yeah, it's ninth and it and says, something. Yeah, ninth Avenue. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the Brooklyn. West Side. Oh, it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it says, uh, "Don't walk." It says, "It's flashing." Uh, don't walk. Oh, I love wow. that. And so that had to be on purpose. Had to it be. had to be on because it's like you. It's clear as day. You can see it. So yeah. they're basically telling you, "Don't go down that alley. Don't not walk yeah, down that alley." Because I have I brought up on the podcast yeah, right. he's, like, yeah, he's like no 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 go ahead I go just ahead. got scared she's like all. no it's alright Jimmy I that, gotta go back my mother's got the kids that was my first car her Volvo that she drives that that was my first car that was like the exact car Chip I had magnet. but I had the question I think on the show I think I brought it up to you one day even though they have the don't walk thing do you, is it in her head or do you think that she really, something was really gonna happen she was really in danger. Him. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. He, the fact that he was not like walking with her and was going mm-hmm. like I fluctuate yeah. yeah. because yeah. you always go, yeah. Why family's always usually off the table and like the mafia rules and everything. Right. I, I, it just seemed so ominous. But at that point, she was coked up, and the yeah, real, the real life mafia paranoid. thing is that Jimmy Jimmy Conway would kill families. 
They don't oh, tell yeah, the yeah. movie. I've said this a million times in the podcast. Right. They so that the real fact about him is that he would murder people's families, kids, wives, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's just what can you say about Goodfellas? It's just a great movie. It's classic cinema. I don't know how much more of a perfect movie you need. You might <laughs> honestly. It's so perfect. It, like I, I really, I'm not being we, facetious we, we at all. We needed two or three sentences between he kills families and children, <laughs> and there couldn't be a more perfect yeah. movie. I like to call he, it. He kills families. What more could you ask for? It's in the a perfect film. movie. I call it the Irishman <laughs> Part One. That's what I could. Okay. And of course, as comedians, you'll all under or you all appreciate. Funny how? Funny how? Funny how? I actually had a fan made uh, a postcard for me, and she sent it to me. It's one of my favorite things ever. She it's like a little. She drew like a Pesci caricature and wrote "Funny how," and she signed it to me. I have it up in my living room. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, it's one of my favorite oh, things. Cool. I love that, that scene. I think part of it was ad lib, was it not? I think when he yeah, because I think well the it, whole painting the dog painting scene is all uh, ad libbed. Which I, if you just the way De Niro eggs on. It was, she goes, Henry, what's the matter? You're very quiet. You don't say nothing. You don't say, why don't you say anything? Why don't you eat something? He just, he's so perfectly eggs on. Yeah. It's so great. That's all improvised. That I like scene. this one. One dog's looking this way. One dog's looking that way. This okay, guy's same. saying, what do you want from me? <laughs> looks like a friend of ours. Yeah, he goes, looks like someone we know. That's what he says. He goes, looks like someone we know. And he goes, no, without the man, it's him. Uh, of course, uh, Martin Scorsese's mother in real life. Yes. And that... Do you think that line when he goes, "Let's say something we know," De Niro saying it, not part of the script, right? It was I don't think any of that was. Wow, I think he just said that's such a great set scene. The scene and so does that fo- followed back? Does that mean that Martin Scorsese's mother actually painted that painting? I think she did, right? Maybe they I have think- it. They have that painting hanging up in the New York Comedy Club green room on Twenty Fourth. My yeah, dad yeah. asks me like every Father's Day, Christmas, why don't you give me that painting? <laughs> and why don't you? I don't know, that not daughter. a good daughter. I uh, I told that line to my mom one time. I was leaving my parents' house. I said, "All right, Ma, see you later. Don't paint any more religious pictures." She was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get to the next one, which I don't really care much about. Yeah, it's number three is Manhattan. It's, it's like, come on, like title alone, I guess you have to give it to it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a weird precursor to the life of Woody Allen. He you know, dates a 17 year old girl as like oh, a four yeah. year old. And, uh, it's not, is it, it's, it's not young, the best, uh, young Woody Mariel Allen Hemingway. Mariel yeah. Hemingway is, is like very precociously great in it. You know, it's like a young actress. Yeah. She's really fantastic. But yeah, it's, you know, it looks it's black and white. It's got its famous New York scenes. I'd say imagery wise and cinematography, it's a better movie than script or you know. Yeah, yeah. This is such a trope to say, but it's a love letter to New York. It's got the very famous yeah, artist. Uh, you got the famous at the Hellgate, I think. Yeah, in from Astoria, yeah, Hellgate Bridge, the famous shot. Oh, right, right, right. Which is right near where Tony and I live. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, it makes sense for New York. It, it, it's, it's where it should New be York. for New York movies because it's a lot of New York in this movie. Yeah. Uh, the next one I think should be number one, and it's not. It's number two of uh, Complex's top fifty New York movies. Uh, Taxi Driver. I think this should be number one. I agree because it basically, basically made a, um, a movie that's based in the shittiest time of New York City. Right. <laughs> it's just, and it's also, I think it's also the reason that a lot of people like live here now is because they saw things that were based. This is the king of the movies that were based in this time in New York. Yeah, and and it just it basically uh, exemplified it and kind of like built it up like it made it like look how miserable this fucking city is yeah and it's such a good movie yeah and it's uh, you know think about it you have the Joker came out this year it, it inspired that inspired any you have any lone nut movie you have any movie that's a character study and somebody sure. losing their mind they're, they're going they're watching this at least before they make the movie right oh yeah if any other movie that you have where there's a, char- a character like this that's on the last rope it's yes, almost like very much the just- first incel <laughs> it, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Travis Bickle, uh, we know we've all seen it a million times. The famous, you know, in front of the mirror. Yeah. Um, you talking to me? The, you know, young Jodie Foster, pimps and prostitutes. Yeah. And, you know, pew. I mean, that end scene when he's just going. When he's doing it with I yeah, mean, it it's is, crazy. It's the first time you watch it, you go, that's. Serious it's business. Scary. Yeah, it's watchable dark. That's what this movie yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've seen this movie multiple times, but it's fucking nuts because it's very realistic. And the reason That's Ronald Reagan was jo- almost assassinated. 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> and the, the reason this movie, uh, the the violence is really real, is so real. Yeah, it's gritty. Like, Dude, that's how it reminds me of the Joker as well. But it's gritty. You the know violence I mean? on the Joker is very real. The violence on this is very real. Yeah. Gabriella, it, not a Joker fan. I like Taxi Driver, though. Okay. In high school, um, for like some class. You drove a taxi? No. <laughs> but we, what's the game? Charades. Or not charades, because I was allowed to speak. Whatever. The thing I, the prompt I got was taxi driver, which, you know, you're supposed to like go like this. Yeah. And I did the whole, like, you talking to me? <laughs> and my teacher was like, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, and you want to go to number, Andy, what's number one? Uh, I'm nervous. I, number one, I don't think is a popular one amongst the, the crew here, but I maybe I'm wrong. It's Spike Lee's 1989, Do the Right Thing. Oh, that's very New York. It's super it's New, York. New York, but it's I don't think York. it's the best New York City no, movie think, of all I time. I think Taxi Driver is the best New York City movie. Yeah. I don't even. I wouldn't even put this. Maybe in the no, top I ten. No, I put it top it's ten. Very sure. Brooklyn. It's got that you yeah. know Italian African American conflict, which was a very real thing, I guess, and especially yeah. in like that part of the Brooklyn yeah. where it was very traditional, you know, old world mentality versus not. <laughs> Reverse gentrification, Careful, almost. Honey. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, but like a lot of you know, black people start moving into an Italian neighborhood, and the Italians didn't like it. Yeah, so yeah, that's it, a real thing. Yeah, that's and, a real and, thing that happened. Andy's next line is, "Can you blame the Italians?" <laughs> there you go. And for, and for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you right now. The more and I think about wrong. it, the more. I <laughs> Gabby can't even look at me. (laughs) The more I think about it, getting sweaty. The more I think about it is that um, it could probably be top five. The more I think about it, they had a point. Stop. (laughs) No, the more it is, it could be top five. I think it's it's so New York. This movie. Twenty fifth hour on the list. Spike Lee's. It's on it. It's on it. But this 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 blows it out of the water as far as New York goes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. I love Do the Right Thing as a movie. I just I think it's, it's a reason not, you know, it, it, gave, it gave Brooklyn Bro- what, what right. It doesn't show for. Manhattan. Yeah. That's why I think you're waffling on yeah. it. it Radio Raheem just recently died. I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, but he did just he? recently uh, passed did away. He really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, right. he's so, good. R.I.P. Radio Raheem. He was in uh, White Man Can't Jump too, right? Oh, no, no, was he not? I don't know. Um, but Do the Right Thing is a good movie. I just not my favorite Spike Lee movie, but it is very New York. It, it it's not number one. I think it's like. Number five. I'm surprised Summer six. Sam wasn't on this list because that was a very New York yeah, movie, too. Yeah, Summer Sam. You have Spike Teenage Lee. Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, but I, not yeah. Summer of Sam. <laughs> so that's the Complex. list. Let's do this. Let's go around. Gabby, what is your favorite New York City movie? Oh, do I have if, to go first? Well, okay, you um, can guess, think about it, but let's I mean, all ponder. I don't necessarily think Godfather should be counted as a New York movie. but There's a lot of New York stuff. I can see stuff. that. It's not New York stuff, but she's kind of right. It's, it's, that's not why you watch it. It's, it's, it doesn't go... You're not constantly reminded... The way I'm thinking about this list like, is that you're what? constantly reminded right, of New York. Right, right. right you know? um, and do the right thing, that's that. You're like, this is fucking New York. Everything about it is New right. York. I, Network is my favorite movie on this list. But this not see, my favorite was, New York movie. Right, so right. It's tough to exactly. That's what I I'm saying. I guess Taxi Driver. Yeah. yeah I, I me too. Ty, what would you say, Tony? TD? Uh, you picked the list. Bal- balancing how much I like it and how New York it is. I like Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas, yeah. I mean, that's, but even Goodfellas, I'm like, even that, they have... Yeah. It's the, it's not it, 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 Taxi Driver is, The whole thing is New York It Which almost one? feels like you're yeah. st- like if, if you get out of New York And you're in a movie Like New York proper Then it's not as New York As something that's like he's You're feeling this guy Drive right, around right, right, in this right, right. shithole For the whole time And you're like feeling how he feels You know what I mean yeah. That's why Taxi Driver works so well That's why they do the right oh, thing Works so well in New York too That's another one Main Maybe. Street's super New York Yeah They even have That's the first time Oh no no it's not Because Godfather No no What's the one where they show that Italian parade they have? Oh, part in two. the Lower East Side. That's part two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They had that in a couple different. San Gennaro, yeah. Oh yeah. It, but they also sometimes they just have like the random ones, not even San Gennaro. It's like something else. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, Taxi Driver I think should have been number one, absolutely. And the Ninja Turtles should have went and fucked off. <laughs> 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 Were both the Ninja Turtles on? But or if, just no, just this way. If it wasn't on the list, we wouldn't have heard the story. That's about true. The That's true. And we wouldn't have reopened this wound. Yeah. <laughs> in Andy about his father never going to the very young event. Sam Rockwell in part one, the leader of the uh, the in the the Foot Clan hideout, hangout. Very young Sam Rockwell. 
Go like back a, and look. Like a child? Oh, you'll see a super young Sam Rockwell. Also, in, in cra- you want cigarettes? We got them. Menthol or regular. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be in that club so badly when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys so much for doing this. Hey, on a, on a more serious, sadder note, uh, we lost a friend of ours the other day. Chris Cotton was a sweet, sweet guy and uh, a joy to be around. And he passed away at 32. And that's yeah. a really shame. He had a baby on the way. And I'm tearing up thinking about him. But uh, I w- would have been remiss if I didn't say anything. It, there's, a, there's a GoFundMe. And uh, if you can donate, please do. He was a sweet guy. And it's a shame when anybody dies. But he was 32 years old. So if you can help yeah. his family out and... Think of him and go watch his comedy and yeah, he, you know, super nice, funny guy, Philly guy. Uh, couldn't couldn't have been a sweeter guy. And so if you type in Chris Cotton, just the way it's spelled online, it'll pop. It should pop right up. Yeah. You'll see a bunch of posts. You'll see links to the GoFundMe. Uh, there was an Amazon pl- uh, list of, of items that I think might be already sold Comedy out. Comedy Central bought the whole thing. Comedy Central yeah. bought the whole so thing. Thank right? you, Which guys. Is, thank you, Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's amazing. They did that. Uh, so yeah. So. And watch his clips online and remember him and he's a, and know that he was a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Deo, secret headliner, new album out right now. Congratulations. Yeah. Go you. pick that up. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite people, one of my favorite comics. And also, if we had gotten in earlier, I would have had you told the story of how Tony's Conan appearance, was it? You had to follow like a like a Holocaust survivor story. Jesus Christ. And, you're like, and now Tony Deo. <laughs> it was, I know, yeah. very, very... Yeah, <laughs> it was Short a documentary yeah. about inequality yeah. in America, and it didn't end on a like happy uplifting. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's like, yeah. better. Yeah, Conan's like that sounds rough. Anyone on comedy? Yeah, that's exactly. You had a Homer Simpson. Are you ready to one laugh? Of my moment. favorite stories yeah. of all yeah. time. Your first late night appearance. You just go, Jesus. Yeah, this, I'm like, this is where my career ends. <laughs> right, here, right here, right now. Uh, Gabby, would you like to plug, plug anything? No. <laughs> yeah, that Gabby doesn't want to be found. She's hiding in obscurity. I don't have anything to plug, yeah. I'm toiling away in obscurity. Do you want to plug my my social media? Yeah. <laughs> I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Sean at, at Shawnee Time. <laughs> and I'm at Andy Fiore. I'm at the Comedy Cellar all weekend in New York City. The topic of this podcast. I got some road dates coming up in January after the holidays. Albany, our buddy Soul Joel opened up a brand new club yeah. in Royersford, Pennsylvania. I'm going to be there at the end of January. So go check it out. I hope you wish him success. Yes. Yeah, go and check I it hope out. It's a good room. He worked the same way the comics work hard. He worked hard for years on doing road gig after road gig, setting it up and doing the whole thing. So now he has a club. Go and support. Where is it? In Royersford? Royersford, PA. And then a super special treat, which we have to finalize, but I think you and me, pal, are going to be co headlining Laugh, Laugh It, it up. up in uh, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, New York. So. We're not sure when. We'll get the date and we'll tell you guys when it is. February ish. And also, uh, really quick, the last thing I'll say is that uh, Defenders, tell people about the show. Rate and review online. Send us emails, defendyourmovie at gmail.com. Also, tag us in your stories. If you want to tag us, we have it. We have, now we have an Instagram. It's at defendyourmovie. Tag us in your stories. If you're watching a movie and you think it'd be funny to talk about it on the show, tag video with your phone and tag it on your uh, story, and we'll share it on the Defend Your Movie story. And then and tag, tag at defendyourmovie as well. Uh, what else? And thank you to the defenders who came out to the comedy store the other night and said uh, they can't wait for this episode of the podcast. It was nice meeting you guys. I've met you before. I can't remember your name. You know who you are. (laughs) But thank you for saying hi. It always means the world to me. And we're glad you guys enjoy it because this is just for fun. So we love that you guys are enjoying it. Awesome. And we will see you next week. And thank you so much, guys. Have a good one.